0: Hallelujah, I just want you to stand as we welcome this giant in the kingdom of God all the way from California, I call him my dad Apostle Andrew Bills Right before he sits down we God has blessed the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network What started with me and a little handheld camera that would fit in my shirt pocket uh, seven and a half years ago, we are now being watched in 195 countries around the world by millions of viewers. And if that's not enough to celebrate, We are fully self-contained. We have our own engineers, our own uh, technical team. God, I didn't know anybody when I started. God saw me with a small camera filming grandkids. (laughs) And God spoke and says, I want you to start a network. And uh, I thought God was crazy. And I told him reasons why I thought he had the wrong man. I said, Lord, you need a lot of equipment. I don't have that. You need a lot of money. I don't have that. And you need to know a lot of people. I don't know anybody. And I thought that was the end of the conversation. I want you to listen. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, all you need is me. Did you get that? He said, all you need is me. And I immediately fell on my face, prostrate on the ground, and I said, yes, Lord. I didn't know where to go and learn how to do this. I didn't even know how to upload a video to YouTube. 63 years old. God taught me. He opened up my brain. I mean, you know, God got His own power, Amen. and I'm not preaching yet. I'm just telling you what God has done. And the day I met Dr. Charles, he flew into the studio, like he said, or one of the broadcasters he had spoke with, and I there were two ladies in the lobby of the building we were in. And as he walked, knocked at the door, they opened the door to let him in. And the prophetess said, son, meet your dad. Dad, meet your son. And he hit the floor right there. And I fell back into my chair. And we've been hooked up from the heart ever since. And let me tell you, God has divine encounters still going on. And when he wanted to begin up here, we were there for him. But we are now, we made the call that give us 30 to 45 days, you're going to have a whole new system that you'll be able to go to the next level. You won't even have to edit on it. OBS and fully functional. And uh, my team's gonna put that together. We have that in eight studios around the world right now. I'm not boasting, except for in Christ, but I wanna speak to you pastors, assistant pastors, ministers, evangelists, everybody in the fivefold ministry I want to speak to everybody in this room because there's a problem going on today. And God's got a heart, and his heart is being broken. And he wants changes to happen in our world. Ch- these changes that he wants to have come cannot come from education. They will not come if you're rich. God wants them to be birthed through his Holy Spirit in your heart. And that is learning how to do things the way God wants us to do them. So if I could use for a thought tonight, and thank you for coming, Pastor Locke. It's a pleasure to see you. If I hadn't saw you tonight, I was going to come find you. (laughs) I'm going to put this in the form of a question. Are you following God or are you asking God to follow you? Are you following the Lord or are you asking the Lord to follow you? Let me tell you a little something that happened. Several years ago, my earlier part of my ministry, I was part of a group of ministers, and it was during the Easter celebration time. And you know, you can always go, and people are speaking on the seven last sayings of Christ on the cross and I was asked to preach on one of the sayings. I went home after saying yes, but I was troubled in my spirit and I said, Lord, I don't want to say anything routine. I don't want a canned message. I want you to speak to my spirit, because the God that I'm reading about in the Bible is one that will reveal truth through the preachers to impact the lives of people. And I mean, I wrestled with this. And that night I went to bed, and God gave me a dream that forever shook my life. Now I want you to know what I'm about to tell you was a dream, but then I'm going to tell you what God did. In my dream, I was walking through this beautiful garden, babbling brook, moonlit night. And as I'm walking through, I heard a man's voice. So I peeped through the bushes, and I saw the Lord on his knees crying out in the garden of Gethsemane. And he was crying and praying in agony and he came to the place where he cried out and he said, Father, let this cup be removed. And all of a sudden, the Father from heaven spoke and said, all right, my son, Come on home. And to my amazement, I saw Christ get up and begin to walk out of that garden. And as he was walking, proceeding to exit that garden, he walked right by the three sleeping disciples. And there he paused and he began to look at them. And I'm watching from behind the bushes and I'm checking out his facial expression, I'm looking at his entire body features. And he stopped and as he looked at them, you can tell that he loved them. You can tell the passion rose up in him. You could tell he was thinking about, these were the men that he handpicked, three of them, and that he spent almost three years with. They had seen miracles such as they never saw. They had seen him raise the dead, feed the hungry, all kind of miracles. He he was in love with them. And with tears flowing down his face, he looked up in the glory and he says, Father, can I bring these three with me? And God spoke from heaven and said, my son, you know what needs to be done. Then I looked again at Jesus and it was as if he wasn't looking at the three disciples anymore, but he was looking beyond them. Into the future. He was even looking into our lives and our future and he realized that but There would be no remission of sins. He realized that unless he went forward, there would be no hope for nobody else. Totally caught up in not emotion, but an understanding, he ran back to the rock where he was kneeling and he cried out, Father, not my will, but thy will be done. And the Bible says that he went on faithfully to the cross and to dying. Our subject, are you following God or are you asking God to follow you? God spoke to my heart. He says, I want you to tell ministers all over this world to stop trying to build their own churches. He said, that's my job. He says, but some people are only focused and they won't witness to nobody else unless they get them into their church. And unless they come in and are perceived to be a tithe payer, many preachers don't want to have nothing to do with them. God says, I want you to tell the preachers that it's not about how many you can get in the pews and how much they can give, it's about me transforming the lives. I want you to tell the people that even if they speak over an airwave and lead somebody to Christ in China, I'm gonna bless them right in their neighborhood. God says, I want you to tell my my preachers and my, my prophetesses and my prophets. Don't look at this in the way you would look at things, but look up and see how I want them to go. For my thoughts are above your thoughts. My ways are above your ways. It's not about how you perceive things, but it's about are you doing the will of the Father? God set me down and he showed me something I never thought about before. And I doubt if any of you in here have either. He says, I want you to consider John the Baptist for a moment. He says he was a strange looking prophet. He looked like what they might have described a hippie back in the day. And his diet wasn't too good either. But you never read any place where John was holding a, a tent revival or a conference somewhere. Nothing wrong with those things, by the way. But you don't read about that. But you do see John the Baptist, God drawing people out of the city To come to John and to be baptized by him out in the desert. God says, I got my own power. And whatever is anointed by me, I'm going to draw the people to come and listen. I'm going to make them come to your church when they don't even understand what they're doing. I can bless you when people don't even understand why they're giving. God says, I carry my own power. I just want somebody to do my will. I want somebody when they sing to praise me and not try to look good so they may become famous. I want people who preach, stop trying to build their ministry and just let me be at work. God brought me and humbled me to the place Well, I said yes to him, and in less than seven years, we got eight studios all over this planet. Now, I'm going to tell you a secret. You don't have to tell nobody, but I've never had the money to do what we're doing. I've never had the intelligence. People say, oh, here's Apostle Bills. He's a, a genius. No, he's not. I give all the glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. When he wakes me up at one and two in most mornings and I'm in there praying, let me tell you, my my wife don't even bother me. She says, he's in there talking to God. I know something's going to happen. And I'm just obeying and letting God be God. He's got the power. He knows what's best. He knows how to do it. He knows your tomorrows. God wants people to just listen to him. But too many of us are trying to tell God how we think it ought to go. And when you do that, you're going to fall flat on your face. I'm sorry to tell you that revelation or to give you that prophecy, but that's the truth. Give it to the Lord Father, here am I. Let your will be done even if I have to suffer for it. You promised it. Your word would not return void. Your word is in me, so therefore everything I speak, you're going to cause it to flourish. You're going to impact lives. You just want me to speak. God says there's things I won't do, but I will do them through you. Let's go to the story of Moses for just a second. You know he was on the backside of the desert, wasn't he, for 40 years? And God went out there after him till he says, I'm gonna use you to go tell Pharaoh, let my people go. I asked God one day, why? You God, just go open up the door, strike Pharaoh down. God says, not your way, not your way. Do you know when Moses left uh, Egypt with the the, uh, people of Israel? Even some Egyptians became proselytes and went with them. When you do things God's way, God's going to have it turn out far greater than you will ever. But we got to get to the place, thy will be done. Your will, not my will. Years ago, before this revelation, I used to do everything. We'd sell chicken dinners. Now, if anybody do that, I'm not putting that down, but God didn't call me to compete with uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. (laughs) We did rummage sales and everything, and only thing we got was tired. But boy, when I got a hold of the revelation of just going out and preaching the Word of God, things start happening. The Holy Spirit, catch this, the Holy Spirit, the only thing he uses to transform lives is the Word of God. Not your philosophy, not your education. It, it's okay if you're educated or you perceive for that, but I thank God that he's chosen to reveal things unto babes and not unto the elite. So I'm no genius, but I'm a man who knows how to pray. And you know, Charles, I tell folk, there used to be a a TV show in uh, uh, Los Angeles, California, called, what was it, The Preachers of L.A., Anybody ever heard of that uh, up in the quarter? And they would interview so-called famous preachers and none of them was worth nothing, by the way. Uh, maybe I shouldn't have said it that way. Did that go on video? <laughs> Listen, God, when he blesses us, I don't have no Bentley. I, I got, what, what, what is our car anyway? Chevy or Ford or something like that? Yeah, we put it into the ministry I said Lord try to bless some widows or bless ha- help us to reach more children God keeps taking care of us don't look like we are starving amen <laughs> but, if, but if I told you there were days that there wasn't no food in the refrigerator you wouldn't believe me but there have been times that there was nothing but the light bulb in there we didn't know how we want not pay the bills sometime then there'd be a knock at the door. Somebody show up and give us something. Or we found it out on the street. Or Charles, you remember when we went to Africa? We were raising money to go. We were short two weeks before we went to Africa. We were short $17,000. Where am I going to get $17,000 from? And I mean, I was praying all night long. said, Lord, now you say we're going to Africa. You got to make this happen. I give up lady finds out where I live, come knock at my house. I wasn't home. Anne Marie was at home, knocked on the door, handed her a check for $20,000 and left. She calls me up screaming. I'm down at the studio. I I couldn't tell if it was joy or panic. I say, calm down, calm down. I got to know what's going on. And she said, we got a check for $20,000 just handed to me. I said, that's 3,000 more than I asked God for. And I called up one more preacher, Pastor Oliver, to go with us because I wanted all of it to be used for the glory of God. And he went with us. Let me tell you, ain't nothing too hard for God to do. But you got to get out of the way. It's not about you. What it is is about you being faithful unto a faithful God. We need to stop. We need to start, rather, telling people that we see uh, about Jesus. I want you to hear me clearly. If someone comes into your presence and the Lord puts on your heart to talk to them about the Lord, and you find out that they live too far away to come to your church, still tell them about the Lord. Still tell me, because you might be planting. Somebody else might water and and get the increase, but by you being faithful, God's going to show up. Now, to show you how much that I know that what I'm talking about, we were up in Saskatoon, Canada, on the other side. We had just got kicked out of China. It took them five years to find out we were a gospel preaching network. But we start getting huge numbers. And somebody brought it to the government's attention and they threw the internet switch off. And I got mad. I walked out into the yard and I said, Father, you bigger than this Chinese government. What you gonna do about this? (laughs) Might as well say what's on your heart. He already knows it. So while I'm there in Saskatoon, a man is there and he's uh, born and raised in um, the United States, but he was part of the Chinese underground church. And I didn't know him, and uh, uh, I didn't know he'd be there, and we just start chit-chatting and talking. So when I went back home to Orange County and was praying over working with him, we discovered there was a new channel that was launched. LGTV. anybody ever heard of that? LG is a worldwide producer of microwaves, refrigerators, ovens, uh, and now television sets. And they had just launched their TV business. Nobody was on there preaching the gospel, and we called them up. And the Lord told me they're gonna ask you some tough questions. So we got to the officials um, over the phone, and they said, we want to ask you some questions before we consider you coming on the air. I says, okay. And really, they only asked me one, and they said, tell us, what do you think about the gay community? How many of you know the Holy Ghost is smarter than you? I just let him flow. Didn't the Bible say, don't take no thought for what you say? Because in that hour, he going to bring it up? And the Lord showed he'd bring it up. And you know what I told that man? I said, Christ died for them just as well as the heterosexual. And I says, we're reaching out to them. And he didn't say nothing else. They put us up so quick, they forgot to tell me we were up on LGTV. I found out about it a week later. Somebody called for prayer. I said, Where are you watching this from? They said, On LGTV. Glory, look at God. No other network, no other channel was on there. We were the first. Look at God. They put us in 185 countries. We were already in the majority of them, but that's just a second avenue. God's just opened it up. Today, we're on 28 platforms. Anything you think about, HSBN is on there, and we bring in KITV. Amen. And we're raising up leaders around this world. I got a mandate from the Holy Ghost to help preachers take the Word of God to the world. That's the only thing that will transform people and change our communities. Will everybody get saved? Unfortunately, maybe not, but Jesus died on the cross for everybody, and that's my concern. There's enough blood to go around from Calvary's cross. I can't save nobody, but our job is to preach the gospel, Pastor Lewis, and to tell people without flinching, Jesus loves you and he died for you. I don't care where you come from and what you've been through and what you're going through. And I don't care who says what, all I know is Jesus loves you. Some of them will try to argue with you. They can't argue. Let me tell you, Jesus still loves you. And ain't nothing too hard for God to do. Are you following God or are you asking God to follow you? Who died on the cross? Jesus did for you. We didn't do that for nobody. But he asked us to pick up our cross and follow him. Went Weekly? Daily. 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 Committing our lives to Jesus Christ. My brothers and sisters, I'm done. I came here to shout. But God says, I want you just to say it straight. You know, some of the medicines that I've taken through my life didn't taste good. But they worked. They worked. God knows everybody's DNA in this room. I looked at the lady in the lavender up here throwing the flag. I I kept looking at you there. And I was looking at your heart is you were with the flags. What do you call that? Dancing with the flags. uh, And they were going everywhere and you were just putting your heart and soul into that. I I, I love that. You know, you can't do that unless you're with God. And there's an anointing. And you know, God said he's going to bless you even greater because of your faith in doing that. Anything you do, God is watching that. And he honors it when you glorify him. This choir was so beautiful. Amen. You keep on singing. Watch God. But you guys keep it in perspective. It's not about you looking good and trying to get a radio contract and be the next whoever it is. Give him the glory. And God will have the blessings chase you. Have the blessings chase you. Told you, we're getting ready to launch a, a record company in two months. I never thought of that. God says everything that you put your hands to, I'm going to uh, touch and ignite. And I says, okay, I had to stop and learn how to do that too. And now eight years are going by. Somebody's a mathematician, 63 and eight. How old am I? Amen. <laughs> Somebody wrote me the other day and said we heard you're getting ready to retire and sell Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network. I laughed almost 24 hours. <laughs> I mean, you, I thought my wife was going to have to rush me to the hospital. You ever laugh so hard you can't breathe? Uh, I said, devil, you a liar. <laughs> I'm too in love with Jesus. <laughs> Amen. What, what Charles didn't tell you Many, many years ago, I was homeless on the streets of Hollywood. I tried to do things my own way, but the wages of sin is death. And I lost everything that I had and ended up on, that, on a homeless on the streets of Hollywood. I got kicked out at a union train station several times for vagrancy. And uh, God put his hands on me on the famous corner of Hollywood and Vine and I started worshiping Him and praising Him. I thought people were gonna laugh because I look crazy. But if you've ever been to Hollywood, everything looked crazy. (laughs) And I didn't care. And God took me from that broken, impoverished, crazy world. And He's raised me up to do this. God's either got a sense of humor or he can see things in you that you can't see. He walked up on Gideon one day who was hiding, and he called him a mighty man of valor. God can see what you can become if you just give it to him. And what we need is several thousand more Christians standing up praising the Lord outside the walls. More preachers on the streets. More pastors doing the will of God. Remember it's not your doing it's the Holy Spirit through you. Through you. And you just crying out Lord have your way. Teach me how to do this. And watch God. I wanna pray, I'm gonna ask everybody to stand. Jesus, Father God, we thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit. We come here to worship you and worship is when we bow our knees and bow our head and we say yes to you, when we say you have your way, not our will, but your will be done, I pray that through this unstoppable faith conference that you will resurrect your spirit mightily in those that might have drifted away, that you would give insight, greater insight to those that are carriers of your word and advances of your gospel. I pray for such a greater Holy Spirit movement that would cause the devil just to tremble in his shoes and flee the land. In Jesus' name, let us not be hooked up with the politicians to try to get their favor and get finances from our government. You're God all by yourself. And we trust you to supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory. Have your way in our hearts, in our homes, in our families. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for healing and strengthening delivering and saving I pray that every person in this place that is filled with your spirit when they lay hands on the sick we agreeing with them that people will be healed and set free in the mighty name of Jesus there's nothing too hard for you father we're asking you to show up and show out mightily through the lives of your people We read about back in 1904 where when evangelists came to town, the stores would even close. The police closed the jails. Everybody was at the churches hearing the preacher. You can do that again today. Do it again, Father. Our churches... And the preaching of the gospel have been made a mockery. Turn it around, Father. Whether the world respect the church again. Let your power be revealed. Let it fall down in amazing ways. Move supernaturally in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I thank you for uncovering the fakers and raising up the real. In Jesus' mighty name. And we give you all the glory and the praise. We thank you, Father. We glorify you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen.